Zycon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome, Enrique, to your very own episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and we are so excited to have you here with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. So let's rewind, go back to the beginning. Tell us about your real estate journey and what kind of brought you here, where you're located, where's your market now. Just give us a lowdown. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's crazy. Every time I do like some sort of podcast and people ask me like how I started, it just kind of takes you back down memory lane. But um, I'm going on my 18th year now in business. I started real estate when I was 20 years old. I just turned 38 in October. Uh, just to give some context. So I started at a pretty young age and, um, you know, going to college, I goes, you know, going to get my general ed and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And I ended up, uh, while going to college, I was working at the bank, uh, bank of America. And then I got offered a, uh, entry level mortgage position. And that kind of exposed me to the whole world of real estate and mortgage. And as soon as I got in there and I started making sales calls and booking appointments and all that stuff, that's kind of really where the passion was was kind of lit because that was the first time I was able to kind of dictate my own paycheck through, you know, sales calls and stuff like that. And so I kind of fell in love with that whole entrepreneur side of, you know, being able to go in there and get paid, you know, what I'm worth and stuff like that. And uh, I would say to kind of fast forward, uh, my first few years in the business were in mortgage and then the market crashed and we were scrambling trying to figure out what we were going to do. Uh, in that time, we opened up a foreclosure prevention loan modification company and helped a lot of our clients who were losing their homes. Um, and then once the market kind of came back, that's really when we had to pivot and we started going to more of the traditional real estate route. And at that time, I was kind of working with a uh, kind of a mom and pop brokerage. I had a little team going on and I knew that if I wanted to compete with some of the bigger names, I was going to have to really take my business serious and Um, you know, I started going down the path of seeking coaching and really trying to take my branding and marketing to another level and trying to be a better team leader and stuff like that. Um, so fast forward today, I now have an organization with a little over 70 agents. We have a real estate team that has, uh, probably about 45 agents on the real estate team. Um, we have maybe another 10 agents on a mortgage team. So we've taken the same model and started a mortgage team. And then we probably got about 10 people on our staff that help kind of run the company. Um, And yeah, that's, that's kind of our story to give, uh, I'm in San Jose, California. So Silicon Valley area Uh, last year on our mortgage team, we did about 180 million in volume for over 200 transactions. And on, I'm sorry, on our real estate team, on our mortgage team, we did over a hundred million in volume on the mortgage side. So um we're just trying to grow and trying to help, you know, agents achieve the next level of success. And it's been definitely a roller coaster, but a fun ride. Yeah. sounds like all those years ago, you got addicted to the chase of, of calling and closing and made it all this way. An icon award winner. 
So that shows, uh, you know, that, that that's paid off and the production shows it. So yeah. tell me a little bit about how you ran into EXP. You didn't start your career there, obviously. We just talked about it. But what about EXP intrigued you? What finally made you make that jump from your last brokerage or I guess even just the mortgage side of things? Because moving isn't easy. Switching gears in a career isn't easy. So what was your muse behind that? Yeah, you know, EXP, um, what's interesting was, so I actually, I worked under a broker for a long time and I was running my own team there. And then eventually uh, I have a business partner, him and I said, why don't we just go open up our own office? And I ended up getting my broker license. So I was the broker of record for close to 10 years and we have kind of a boutique brokerage. Um, I was involved with coaching, um, a coaching platform. And our coach at the time, told us about exp and and you know the platform probably about five years ago and he showed us the videos and all that stuff and i watched them and i was really intrigued you know with the platform and i understood the concept of you know growing a team and leverage and revenue share like i understood that it worked and, it, and it's something that can really pay off in the long run but at that time i wasn't uh, you know i was still trying to really get my team going and trying to set the foundation and stuff like that so it was just wasn't my priority to make a switch. Now, uh, since then, we really kind of went deep with our team to run it at a high level. And I started getting to a point where I realized that if I wanted to continue to help my team grow, I needed to be able to offer them other avenues, other ways to bring in income, you know, other things than just what a standard team offers, which is like leads and, you know, admin support and stuff like that. We were already doing that. We were having a lot of success. But I'm of the mindset that I always got to be a few steps ahead of the agents on my team, you know, just basically looking forward and kind of looking up what's around the corner and stuff like that, that to continue to add value. So um, we took a harder look at EXP and the timing was right. And we decided to, to move forward with EXP. Um, one of the big things that drew me to EXP was was really the network and the collaboration um, the group that I'm part of, which is uh, kind of led by Daniel Beer and Kyle Whistle, the fast forward movement. Yeah. Uh, you know, I attended some of their seminars. I knew Daniel, uh, Dan Beer through my coaching program. He was in there as well. And I saw his success. So I've kind of followed them from afar. And it just allowed me to be exposed to people who are doing things at a way higher level. And I knew if I wanted to grow, I couldn't be like the big fish in the, in the small pond anymore. And that's what I was on my team. I had to now put myself around people who were doing, you know, way bigger things. So I was like, man, there's, you know, the time's right. Let's just make that move. And uh, we've been at EXP. Uh, we just hit a year in February. So it's been a little over a year. There was definitely some transition in the beginning, but uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm glad we made the move. And I wish we made that move a lot sooner, but it is what it is. I hear that a lot. Everybody says, you know, there's nothing I regret about this other than not doing it sooner. Yeah. And I mean, you've been here for a little over a year. You iconed pretty quickly. Um, but you said you really like the collaboration that EXP has to offer. And, you know, you touched on some of the other benefits like revenue shares, stock options, collaboration, all of the above. And that was the collaboration that was the number one thing now now that you're over here you're a little over a year in what do you feel like has changed has something else become your favorite here or are you still just a big fan of the collaboration have you discovered something 
that maybe EXP doesn't always advertise that you think, wow, this is a really cool resource more people should know about? I think the biggest thing is the collaboration um, because the revenue share and the stock and all that stuff, that's a byproduct of you producing at a high level, right? So, but how am I going to help my business and, you know, how am I going to grow my business? And that's through learning from people who have been there before, right? So the problems that you're going to face when you're doing a hundred units, you know, are certain problems, right? So if you're on your way to try to get to a hundred units, you need to serve Surround yourself with people who are doing that. Now that I've surpassed 200 units and I want to get to, you know, 350 this year, which is, you know, our goal, I need to now be able to speak to people who are doing that level of production, right? Mm -hmm. And in the process, I'm going to earn revenue share and stock and all that stuff. So I really look at the stock and revenue share as kind of a secondary piece, which is kind of part of the process of us producing more, but really we lead with production. So my favorite thing really is the collaboration. Um, Besides Daniel Beer and Kyle Whistle, um, I strategically aligned myself with Kenny Fast and Jeremy Larson, which are local next to me. I already had some existing relationships with Kenny, and it made sense for me to align with him. You know, he's in a you know county next to mine, but like I literally have these mega producers like on speed dial. Like if I have an issue, a problem, I can text them, call them. They share their whole entire playbook with me. Whereas in the traditional brokerage world, like people keep their information really tight because you're ultimately a competitor mm -hmm. where I feel as the whole EXP model, it just lends itself to more collaboration because the better you do, the better the company does, the better the stock performs. If you're in someone's downline, then they benefit from revenue share. So it's like everyone wants to help each other. And I've never been in any other brokerage situation where everyone is so willing to help. You know, and I love that because that's that's really what it's all about. There's enough business for everyone. And I feel like we all need to help each other. And it's just in line with with my core values of just being, you know, being someone that can lend a hand to other people and, and stuff like that. So that's that's a long answer. But that's really what I love about. And I think sometimes EXP gets a bad name because certain agents only talk about, you know, recruiting and revenue share and stuff like that. And that's only a small you know, fraction of, of really the benefit you're getting. Mm -hmm. The coaching, being coached. I mean, there's, there's so much that EXP really has to offer with that. And like I had said earlier, you, I rather quickly being here for just over a year, which is great. It's not unheard of, but it's, it's a great accomplishment, huge accomplishment, which means that you've worked pretty hard. You probably put a lot of hours in here. Now, what do you do to maintain a good work-life balance? How do you maintain your emotional health? and kind of set those boundaries when it comes to working hard, but also taking care of yourself? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. That's actually something we talked about today in our team meeting. So we have our, our sales meeting every Tuesday, which I lead. And mm -hmm. I had a room of, you know, 40 agents, you know, listening to me. And one of the big things we talked about was designing your life the way you want it to be. Because it's really easy to go out there, and especially in this business, to just get sucked into everyone else's world, right? Like, you know, we got leads coming in, you know, we're on Zillow Flex, we got clients, we got listings, we got all these things happening, you know, and then your, your own personal life, right? So if you do not design your schedule the way you want it to be, you're just going to be living your life by default. And mm -hmm. sometimes that means you got to say no to people. Sometimes that means you got to cut certain people off. Sometimes that mean, means you got to 
draw some hard lines in the sand of your non-negotiable things that you do every single day. Uh, for me, my mornings are really protected. Like uh, I have two kids, I have an eight year old and a five year old. So, you know, that's a whole challenge in its own and running two companies and stuff like that. So I have to live by a schedule and be where I'm supposed to be at the time I'm supposed to be there. Otherwise my day will go to, to crap. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I sometimes will get friends who will call me or text me and, you know, I won't call them till later on in the day because that's when I get back to people. Right. Cause I have all these obligations in the morning and, you know, they might give me a hard time like, Oh, you never call back or anything. And I'm like, man, I'm trying to sell 350 houses this year, you know, like, and I'm trying to manage, you know, my own personal life and feel good about myself and take, be a great father and take care of my kids and be responsible to my agents. Like there's an order of how these things go, you know? So um, it's just really, you know, sticking to your commitments and honoring, you know, what you have to do every single day to stay on track. Right. 350 houses. That's like a house a day for a whole year and get a little vacation time in there, but not much. So you have to keep those reins tight. I understand that. And uh, those those friends that are a little more on the whim, I'm one of them. (laughs) And they understand, you know, that friends have jobs they're working in. Well, and the other thing, the other thing to add to that, sorry to cut you off, is that in order to sell 350 homes, like there's no way I can do that on my own, right? Like you Mm -hmm. have to create an organization, a team. It doesn't matter how big your team is. It could be you and an assistant. It could be you and a buyer's agent. It could be you and a giant sales team and staff, right? But in order to get your time back, you have to have leverage in your business, you know, and that's something that a lot of agents, you know, in their infancy stage, they don't understand. They want to do it all because they're trying to save a dollar here, a dollar there, but they don't want to give up a piece of the pie, but their pie will never grow if they don't give up a piece of the pie. Right. So that in addition to honoring your schedule and designing your schedule the way you want it, you have to have people that are helping you make all this happen. You know, so the quicker that you can grasp the concept of leverage, the quicker you're going to excel, you know, and you got to let stuff go too. And they may not do it as good as you, but it gets done and you, you tweak it and you perfect it. And next thing you know, things are running on its own. So my company runs on its own today, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm proud to say that because it took a lot of years to get to this point. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money and you got to find out where you're hurting so that your bandwidth can expand into places where you're, you bring more value, right? Like, I don't know, picking up snacks for the office isn't necessarily something that you bring value to. I mean, you need, you need to eat, but you know, spending your time in something more valuable, something with more leverage marketing wise, whatever it may be, something that you have a strong suit in is far more worth the time. And I like the way you think you Take that leverage, take yourself to the next level, give up a piece of the pie, you get a bigger pie. You're yeah, exactly. At all. And you know, it's one of, the crazy, one of the crazy things that I've realized is that, you know, early on, I was really a control freak about a lot of things because I, mm-hmm. you know, I had my marketing, my branding, and, I, and I, I designed a lot of the stuff and I'm into design and all that. And what I've realized is that the more I let go and I let people bring their strengths to the table, they actually do a better job than I do, right? Because there's some awesome people on our team who have these skill sets that I didn't even know. And it's like, as I start to let go more and more, they come up with their own ideas and they're more effective and more efficient. Next thing you know, like it's taken our business to another level by letting other people shine, you know? And it gives them a sense of accomplishment and a sense of ownership 
you know, you know, and they, they're going to want to stay around on your team for a long time if they feel really like they're part of a part of something, you know? Right. Back again to that collaboration, even within your own building, your own team set within EXP, just letting those people shine, coaching them, you know, you could still be a perfectionist through approval without having your hands in it all the time. And I think that, you know, you've really shown that that goes to add even more value to your team, which is fabulous. Yeah. So to the next point, you are an Icon Award winner and EXP gave you that for your production, your culture. And I know some people listening to this right now may be wondering what the Icon Award is. Is it obtainable for them in their first year? Obviously. And what benefits may it have provided you? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the benefits, you know, that they lay out for the Icon is, you know, once you hit your certain level of production, you get... You know, you get your cap back in the form of, you know, stock and stuff like that. So I think that's the big thing is that it's essentially not, you know, coming from being the broker where I was making 100% commission because I was the broker, right? So I wasn't sharing commission with anybody else. You know, um, now going to EXP, like and hitting the icon, it's not costing me anything to be at EXP. Um, I don't have the liability anymore because I'm no longer the broker of record. Um, and with the stock options and the revenue share, I'm actually making money. So I'm getting paid to be at EXP and it's just opened up my platform to, you know, all these other people within my network. Now that I can collaborate, I've gotten referrals from EXP agents from other States already. I've referred business out. I just helped my friend, uh, purchase their home in Texas, you know, by collaborating with another EXP agent, you know? And so I would say besides, you know, just getting the stock and, and stuff like that, getting paid back for the cap. It's, it's really a lot of other things that go into it where there's so many other benefits uh, for being an icon agent. And then you get some recognition, right. And getting the opportunity to do this podcast, right. For being an icon agent where now I get to share some of my, you know, trials and tribulations with other agents. And if I can just help the light bulb go off for one person and they're like, man, that thing right there, like I took that and I, implemented that and that changed how I look at my business to me like my job's already done you know so uh yeah that's what I'm all about I'm all about I'm all about helping people grow because if they grow I get to grow in the process and it's it's a lot more fulfilling when you're winning together with people than just winning by yourself you know so right it seems like you get what you give to the community at exp you know that there's resources there there's a network there just dive into it indulge in it you know, reach out to people because there's not a soul that I've met with EXP that's like, mm, I don't really like when people ask to meet me for coffee. Yeah. Like there's not been a single person that's like that. It's really a people-centric industry. It's one team. They're excited to talk to you, to have you, and to kind of challenge you. Like, oh, you want to be me? Like, tell you how. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun. I've really enjoyed learning that about EXP. Now, um, when you're talking to another agent into their first year, they have big aspirations to hit that icon. What's, what's some advice you can give them in just a few sentences on maybe how they can obtain that award? Um, I think, you know, to obtain the award, you obviously have to hit certain milestones, right. In production and stuff like that. So if we're looking at strictly that, I would probably want to break down someone's business to identify like what are their pillars of lead generation, you know, how are you getting your business basically, right? I always recommend, you know, every agent should have at least, you know, two or more, maybe two or three uh, main sources of, 
of lead generation. For us, you know, our sphere of influence makes up, you know, 40 something percent of our business. The rest is, you know, mostly online leads and a couple little miscellaneous in there. Um, So we've really gotten to a point where we've narrowed it down. We were at a point where we were doing a bunch of different things. And now it's like, hey, these are the two things that work best is online leads work great for us. And then also really tapping into the people who know, like, and trust us and continuing to stay on top. So I would really dissect someone's uh, lead generation to make sure they have opportunity coming in. And then I would probably want to break down their systems, making sure like they have a duplicatable process for the the most basic things that they do from like how they meet a buyer, how they meet a seller, how they process the transactions once it's in contract. I think if you start there and just making those, making sure those things are dialed in, you know, then it's just a matter of you executing, right? And you're, the battle's halfway done. If you got a solid plan, now you just got to go in there and put the work in. Absolutely. Just get that, that hustle made, you know? So final question. And at some point you were an outsider looking in at the EXP agency as well. And you're thinking, "Mm, this looks too good to be true. There's a catch to this. It's a pyramid scheme. I don't know what all these real estate agents are doing, making that jump, but I'm not doing it. You can't convince me. Uh, No, this is, this is too good to be true. What's the catch? What would you tell to an agent that's pretty close-minded towards EXP right now that may make them at least listen over a cup of coffee? I would say this. um, What has helped me build my business and continue to have success for 18 years straight um, is always being a student of the game, you know, always trying to see what's out there, what my options are. How can I improve, you know, what I'm doing? How can I learn more? Because the more that I know, the sharper I'm going to be, the more value I can bring, you know, to whoever it is, whether it's my clients, whether it's my team, whether it's my family. Um, So I would just say this, like, the day you think you know it all is the day you start dying slowly. You know, and I say that because if you have such a closed mind where you're not willing to go look at something, that doesn't mean you have to commit to it, right? At least go look at it and really take an honest look and dissect it and really give it a look. Most people already just put up a wall. Oh yeah, I heard this. And it's like a lot of the information that's out there about EXP, it it sucks because it's a lot of it's not true. There's a lot of misinformation. Um, So until you actually can look at something and really, you know, dissect it and then determine if it's, it's for you, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know Um, my biggest fear of coming to EXP initially was I had already built a brand locally was if I go to EXP, I'm giving up my baby, my brand, my independence, my brokerage. And in fact, I'm just as independent now as I was when I was the broker with a lot less risk, with more benefits, with a wider reach, with a bigger backing, with more of a network, with access to all these great people that you know coach me and mentor me. So I've gained a whole lot and I still get to keep my brand at the forefront you know, we're team PRG brokered by EXP, right? So the PRG that everyone knows, they still know that, you know, so nothing has changed. In fact, it's allowed me to get stronger, you know, so that's been my experience. That's great. So well put. And you're out of San Jose, California? San Jose, California. We service the whole entire, you know, Silicon Valley and greater Bay Area. Well, for those listening right now, if you're in the area, make sure you hit Enrique up. Send referrals his way, or you know, if you want to chat about EXP or 
being part of the team and just wondering, maybe you just have some questions about real estate in general, make sure you hit them up because there's not a soul I've met with EXP. Like I said, that isn't happy to chat over a cup of coffee. And Enrique, do you have anything else to add today? Um, a big part of my business is really just networking and collaborating with people, whether they decide to join me, partner with me, or just become a friend that we share ideas with. That's really how I built my business. So I offer free coffee meetings or Zoom meetings. Um, if you go to my site, it's meetenrique.com. You could book a calendar appointment with me for a Zoom or a phone chat. If you need help with how to grow your business, how to start a team, if you want to know what EXP is all about or just need advice, just business advice, like I'm an open book. Um, I believe that I need to give 10 times more than I receive. And if I just stay with that mentality, I'm always blessed, you know, so no recruiting, nothing like that. Just, you know, I'll give you my experience to see if I can help you. That's basically it. I love the attitude, Enrique. I'm going to hang on to you backstage, but if you don't have anything else to say, I'm going to go ahead and let the listeners go. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for Thank the opportunity. Thank you for joining us today.